morning, good afternoon, and good evening. You're listening to Cluck, the podcast where Ted Cluck and Josh Loftus talk about the things that make them happy. Because we can. Let's do it. Ted, my friend, we are starting off with a a freaking fireball, man. Today, man, we log on and you are ready to take on the world, and I love it. Yeah, dude, I I've, love it. I've just kind of had it. Um, yes, I've had it yeah. in a couple different areas of my life, and we're gonna uh, get into it, man. We're gonna get into it. We don't have to. We get into as whatever, as, whatever, as much as we yeah. can. Yeah. But, but 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 I I I think we need to lean into. A little bit here because yeah. Ted, you know, this podcast can be therapy for us. Mm. All right, all right, that's what it's here for. It's yeah. here for us to state our mind. Yeah, just to to state our causes, <laughs> right? Causes. To stand up for what we believe in, oh, right? <laughs> Dude, I'm so sick of that. Aren't you tired of people standing up for what they believe in in very performative, obnoxious ways? <sighs> I'm done, dude. I think it's so yeah. exhausting. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. What is it specifically about people? You know, faux commitment, Ted. Yeah. Tell me about this. Tell me about this for you right now. I don't know, dude. I, I just think it's too easy to like tweet something or post something or say a sentence and look like you know a big activist sweetheart mm-hmm. with no actual skin in the game. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm yeah. done, dude. I'm just tired of it. And and like why is that a part of the uniform for a certain generation? Like sure. There was never prior to like, I don't know, the year I don't know, 2010 or whatever. There was never mm-hmm. any expectation that you were going to be that kind of person. But sure. now there's almost the expectation that if you're not, like something's wrong with you. Well, I think the rise of social media really I think started that because mm-hmm. now everyone has a has a quote unquote mm-hmm. voice, right? And societal pressure does what societal pressure does, mm-hmm. and it expects you to use your again quote unquote voice in a certain way, mm-hmm. right? And if you don't, you're a bad person. Yeah, right. So I'm probably now just I a think- bad person anyway. Everybody should know that. <laughs> like let's let's just let's just get that out of the way. <laughs> right yeah, well, up front. I mean that's. <laughs> Well, I mean, I am Je- if we believe that's why in Jesus sin nature. Is good. Yeah, 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 no, exactly. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. That's why Jesus is good, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. But, but you know, Ted, we uh, we got here this morning. You know, you're, you're firing on all cylinders, man. You're angsty. This yeah. is good. This is going to be a yeah, good. Yeah, dude, app. the boys a little fired up this morning. You're I'm a in. Fired um, up. I'm in quitting season for Buster Bowl. Uh, yes. So we're a week and a yes. half out, and I'm getting all the emails from dudes who like thought they wanted to play. But then yeah. got a little scared. You know, we're in we're in getting scared season. We're in. Yeah. Uh, oh man, my life is so crazy. I overcommitted. Mm-hmm. I'm like, bro, you're scared. You know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing about football, so, man. Yeah. Okay. Looking forward to it feels awesome. 
Right. And then getting done with it and reflecting on it feels awesome. Yep. But in the middle of it, it's miserable, dude. Yeah. And if, if you yeah. don't have like a, a kind of, if you haven't made your peace with how miserable it actually is. Yeah. And, and or you can't sort of anticipate the thrill of looking backward on it. Mm-hmm. Then it's not for you. Don't, so, okay. don't sign up next year. So, so this is an interesting question. Yeah. Okay. What is it that makes it miserable? Because I completely understand the looking forward to it yeah. and the looking back on it. Yeah. But I'm, I'm having a hard time connecting with like what's, what, what makes it miserable in the middle that maybe causes people to kind of flake out. I mean, just the, I mean, you remember like the pain and suffering that you go through. You sure. know, like it's not a, you know, it's, it's not like playing basketball at the Y where you, you know, you go, you, you run up and down the floor, you get a little sweat going, you shoot a couple threes, you feel good about yourself. Right. You know, I mean, it is a, it is a suffering endeavor. It's like people, it's like how people don't mess around with like cross country, you know, like nobody's like, I want right. to go have fun. I'm going to run cross country. Like you're suffering, you know, and there, yes, there are satisfying are. elements inside of the suffering, but overall, you know, the three hours that you're playing and I mean, it's fun, dude. It's fun to be in the huddle with your teammates and stuff and, and all of that. But like the three hours that you're actually playing is a suffering endeavor. Sure. Um, sure. But, but I think what happens is dudes, and I get this, like I understand it and there's, there's grace for this, but they, they remember how fun it was and they anticipate it being fun again. So they sign up, but then they get like a week and a half, two weeks out and they're like, Oh, you know, I I don't really want this thing to happen. Yeah. 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 And I wonder, I wonder what that is because you know, you and I were talking before and I think it's an interesting question. Like, I find people interesting that, again, kind of going back to per, you know per, per, performative things mm-hmm. that give that that will give a yes to something or commit mm-hmm. to something, right? But then later backtrack on that. And my question is always like, okay, if the if the yes that you gave was performative, mm-hmm. but you know deep down you're going to backtrack on that, right? Mm-hmm. That do you not know that that looks worse? Than just saying no from the get go. Yeah, no, it's true. You know? Yeah, you know, because yeah. I would rather you just say no from the get go, than tell me what you think I want to hear and then backtrack later. Does that make sense? Oh, totally. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, and it would just be more efficient that way, right? So yeah, um, yeah. it would it would reorient everybody's expectations and um, and yeah, just be a lot better. So um, yeah, I, I, you know. But this is this is part of working with kids, right? I mean, at the end of the day, and I, and I say kids, probably everybody up to age thirty, you know, vis a vis the commitment thing. You know, I'm, I'm working I'm working with kids, and yeah, they're going to yeah, be all over the yeah. map. It's like herding cats, yeah. you know. Yeah, uh, it's whatever. What dude. Ted really wants to say, and I'll say it for him. What he really wants to say is millennials. He's having trouble with millennials these days. <laughs> <laughs> I need to be careful what I say here, but uh, of course you do. Of course you do. Yes, but yeah, yeah, I would. Yeah. I would say, <laughs> in in general, that that is a true statement. Um, <laughs> A couple of very specific millennials. But, uh, I love it. You know, I love it. Just <laughs> whatever, dude. Yeah. Yeah. No, I get you, man. I get yeah. you. Yeah. Well, I think, I think part of it, Josh, like, like, yeah, this is going to sound terrible. And if anybody like, okay, uh, right. thanks for the warning. I don't know if, if any of my employers listen to like a minute and a half of this, they're going to wonder why they hired me. But I think at a very deep level, 
at this point in the fall, I'm just very burned out on working with people. Mm. And yeah, sure. feeling sure. like it's my job to make every single person feel good. Right. And if I don't make right. them feel good, there's going to be a lot of performative pouting and like truculence until until I begin to make people feel good again. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, you know, some something that I've something that I've observed about you, Ted, mm-hmm. and I and I and I want I want you I want you to tell me if if you think this is true about yourself. Yeah. Okay. Go on. Mm-hmm. I <laughs> I <laughs> I think you are you are a a functioning extrovert, mm-hmm. but you're actually an introvert. Yeah. And you yeah. you are you you are your personality is an introvert. You have the like all of the classic signs of you know you like people when you like people, but then mm-hmm. you need you need time, right? Yeah. But you have constantly put yourself in an environment to where you are forced to live as an extrovert. Yeah. So you get burnt out so much faster. Yeah. Than the other people that maybe be in the same position that you are. Yeah. No, I and think I that's think that, true. I think that might be what you're feeling right now. I think you're absolutely 100 percent right. I mean, it'd be like being a coal miner and not liking caves or whatever you know like yeah yeah, okay you know i i'm in it every single day from sun up to sundown and for the most part i like it but i think i think every introvert has a limit you know and you just reach that point where even if i like the people and even if the people are fun and nice and you know not being annoying or whatever you just are done with it dude Sure. And, um, sure. And I, I, I think there's a little bit of that meets a little bit of like, you know, I'm having to sort of, you know, I'm making a petting motion with my hand here. I'm having yes. to, to yes. self soothe. I'm having to placate some people in a certain generation, and I'm just kind yeah. of getting tired of that too. So I get you, man. It's yeah. a, you know, I, you know, I understand. I yeah. do. I do. Yeah. I, and, and I guess I understand why that's frustrating. Tell me if you understand that this dynamic and tell me if if this manifests at all in your life okay all right when did it become my job to make everyone feel good you know what i mean hundred percent yeah go like because there there are so many there i look around my life and i'm like nobody's relying on that guy to make them feel good like nobody even thinks about that guy at all you know like when when did i become the designated like make you feel good guy you know Yeah. So okay. So let me let me throw a question back at you at that then. Go. Okay. Because yeah. this is something that I find with myself. Yeah. Okay. Do you find yourself putting pressure on yourself to be that guy? Because I do. I do too. And and yeah. I don't know if it's my personality. Because here's the thing. I like I you and I are different in that I am a true to form extrovert. Yeah. Like I like I, I get energy from being around sure. You know, from being around people. Yeah. Right. Talking and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But but um but I I have found, especially kind of over the years, the amount of pressure that I do put on myself to be the guy that makes everyone feel like it's okay. Yeah. And yeah. and and and, and like to a certain point, I don't think that's a bad thing. I enjoy making people feel comfortable, right? Yeah. Like you know, if we're in a conversation, yeah, or you know, you know, a social environment or something like that. Like I, I, I don't mind that. Yeah, but I did, but I do find that I, I have almost like if I'm not doing that, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm letting people down. Yeah. Almost. Oh, very much. Yeah. You know very what I'm much. saying? Or you're not. How about that? Yeah, you're not fulfilling 
your end of the unspoken social yes, contract yeah, exactly, that exists exactly. between you and the world, you know? Yes, exactly. Well, and even like at work, even even in the even in the realm of like light conflict at work, where let's yeah, say yeah. we're putting out a magazine and some other faculty member gets bent out of shape about the way something went. And he calls and like rants and raves. And I just kind of sit there and I, I sort of reflexively make that person feel better. But then in the cold, hard light of day, like the next day, I'm like, why did I feel like I needed to do that? Like I could have ranted and raved yeah. too, or I could have, um, I don't know, just said nothing or whatever. But but yeah. it, it's almost hardwired into me to fix it, to make the other person feel better. Mm-hmm. When maybe maybe what the other person most needs, like spiritually or professionally is to twist in the wind a little bit and to sort of be confronted with their own kind of, um, you know, maybe their demands are unreasonable or maybe their position is, you know, not as sort of ironclad as they believe it to be. Um, Yeah. Yeah. But there's a part of me that's like, I don't care. Let's just fix this, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's such an interesting dynamic, man, because like it's finding that balance, I think, is really difficult sometimes. Yeah. Because because you do want to do both. Right. Yeah. Obviously, we don't want to be a pushover, which I don't think either of us would. I don't think either of us are pushovers. I hope not. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't call you a pushover. I think sometimes right? I err on the side of just like, eh, let's just get it over with. You know, just peace. Yeah, yeah. just whatever. You know, which honestly, which honestly, Ted, I don't think that's a bad thing. Yeah, like, like you know, you know, I don't think erring on the side of let's just because look, we're called in scripture to as far as it is up to you, live at peace with all men. That's right. right. Yeah, and I don't think that's a bad thing just to err on on the side of like, yeah, you know, asking yourself, you know, is this a big of a deal to me? Mm-hmm. Can I ju- can I do this thing just so that there's peace? Okay, I will, I'll, you know, I I will do that. Right. Yes. But again, that 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 can go too far yeah. into just placating. You know, and 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 creating an environment to where, you know, you're not. Oh man, I hate this phrase, but like I wanted, I wanted to say expressing yourself the way that you should. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah, so, yeah. That's so. That's yeah. I hate that. Yeah. No, I know. You, I get it. You know what I mean, though, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it, it's sort of like, like, wait a minute, do I ever get to be surly and truculent at work? You know, this seems to be on the table for everybody else. It's my turn. I, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't seem to ever be able to do this. And if I, if I do do it, it's like, oh my gosh. Clucks yeah. in a bad mood. It's it's oh, like stop Ted. the presses. You know right, he's not making right. me feel good. I'm I'm <laughs> distressed. But I don't know. This is like yeah. living in community with other people. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. it's both. You know, and I can honestly say this: it's both like incredibly joyful and incredibly difficult. You know, mm-hmm. because you're you're mm-hmm. inviting complication into your life, and I and I see these people in my life who are sort of lone reeds you know they're an island to a debilitating degree and they're not happy either you know and they they think that they're navigating away from um you know pain or despair or whatever just by like extreme isolation but it isn't working you know right like these are these are achingly lonely despairing people in most cases so um yeah yeah, i don't know what the answer is you know I, i i really don't i think to some degree this is going to be hard until Christ's return, you know, sure, and sure. It, it's yeah. probably supposed to be, you know, yeah. f- frankly, I think a lot of this is probably calibrated to make me long for Christ's return, which I do, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. I, ver- yeah, I very much do. Yeah. And 
you know i until then i don't want to make shipwreck of relationships because of my own deficiencies or even because of a day like this where i get you know worn down to the nub and i'm just done with it um you know even in being done with it i have to like you know grab my lunch pail and go be a pro um but you know that that it's harder to do on certain days you know Oh, I totally understand that, man. Yeah, yeah absolutely. You know, and, and and it it does make you think. You know, I think often we think of of you know when when, when Jesus comes back and makes everything new, right? Which is mm-hmm. like what every Christian sh- ultimately should be longing for. Amen. I think we often think of that in such a grand scale, yes, and we fail to think of that in the small, minute ways mm. that that's going to affect our lives, mm. right? Yeah. And one of those ways is that we will never ever have any communication issues ever again yeah like yeah like even 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 the small you know amounts of drama and frustrations that come from just those stupid interactions that we have every day yeah that will never be there yeah i know i know know? that's gonna be delightful isn't it oh it's gonna be amazing yeah you know just little things like that like you can literally every conversation you have with somebody Mm -hmm. is the best uh, is the best way that convo could have gone fascinating I wonder how that will, how that will actually manifest. You know what I mean? I know, like as right? a communicator, that, well, and you're and you're cool this way think? too. Yeah, as someone who's deeply invested in communication. Yeah, like I, I yeah. really do, in my spirit, long for that and wonder how it's going to look. And and I think yeah. this is one of those moments where like the the confines of my mind are too are too small for this yes. you know yes yep and exactly. i'm actually gladdened by thinking of my mind in that way you know like yeah. i can't even comprehend how good it's going to be yeah 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 i love finding those and you know you know i describe it i describe it as knocking on the door knocking on the door of eternity and mm. that our minds our minds are only capable of understanding so much because of the limitations that we have yeah. right yeah and when and and there will be times in you know theological discussion or philosophical discussion discussions like this where we reach something where we're like I don't have I don't have any template to understand how that's gonna be yeah and those conversations are some of my favorites yeah because they really like blow your mind up is like yes. wow God is actually really huge yeah and I'm so small yeah right um it's yeah yeah I love it yeah I love no it. I love it too yeah. I love it too it's really fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. What else All you right. got today, buddy? Oh, oh, yeah, man. I got stuff for you. Yeah. All right. We're me. gonna. We're gonna. Let's we're get gonna, out of my emotions. You know. Okay. It's, it's, All right. It's too right. dark we're in gonna, there right now. That's yeah. right. We're gonna get out of your emotions, and I, I want your opinion on something. Something came across my feed. You've probably mm-hmm. already heard about this. You might have already talked about this. Um. But but we're gonna we're gonna talk about it. I want your thoughts on the rebooting of Frasier. Oh man, yeah. Okay, um, it's coming back. And I know. I'm trailers for it. All right. Um, and I thought, you know what, Ted, I I guarantee you, Ted has an opinion on this. Yeah, I have several. Right. Um, I actually watched the first episode. Did you? I did. Okay. And it was really bad. I had oh, seen the. No. I well, I had seen the trailer, and I wonder if there's a little bit of. I was so fond of it the first time around. I can't sort of be satisfied with this iteration of it. And they're back in Boston. Okay. So they're back in Boston, but they're not really engaging any... The the, the bar that they drink at isn't Cheers. They're not really bringing back Cheers people or Boston people to have Frasier engage with. Um, 
You know, it's just kind of flat for me. Uh, um, really? Yeah. Uh, so his bad. his son is involved in it, and it's kind of this thing where he's got a fractured relationship with his son, and then he's got this nephew who's Niles's son, and the nephew is kind of a uh, a fragile sort of millennial ponce like like Niles was, which which <laughs> okay. could be All funny. Right. Like yeah. that's the that's the sort of area of the story that they could lean into in funny ways, but they kind of miscast it. Um, okay. You know, the sun doesn't move the needle in a casting sense. Neither does Niles. I don't know. The whole thing struck me as kind of flat. If you watch the first episode, mm-hmm. I'd be interested in hearing your takes on it. Okay. Um, and and I don't know what made what made the other iteration of Frasier so delightful was. You know, he and his brother Niles were these super effete egghead intellectuals who were so enamored with themselves and so enamored with their like kind of affluent, learned lives. And then dropped into this is the fact that they have to care for their father, who's like an old blue collar former cop, right? And that created all kinds of delightful little conflicts and issues and situations. But um, it took place in a context where you could have humor, right? So humor is fundamentally different in 2023 than it was in 1993 or whenever Frasier yeah, started. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and you had all these delightful little side characters in Frasier who you couldn't have anymore. You know, you had Bulldog who was like the sports radio guy who was inappropriate and kind of a meathead. And then you had Roz who was sort of looking for fulfillment in sexuality and that was both a punchline and a tender thing that you felt a little sad about, mm-hmm. you know. So, in spite of it being a twenty-two minute sitcom in the nineties, it, it actually had all this kind of emotional nuance that was important, you know. Yeah, and and yeah. kind of overarching it, you had this character who was a psychologist who was supposed to have all this insight into the human psyche and spirit, but he couldn't get out of his own way in real life, you know? And sure, that that was sure. kind of the big joke. That was like the A joke. And yeah. that really worked. And, you know, I've only given this one episode, so I, I shouldn't uh, sort of judge the entire endeavor off of the strength or, or lack thereof of one episode. But it doesn't seem to have the pathos that the first one had. You know, okay. it seems to just okay. be doing kind of Frasier karaoke, which um, uh, yeah, yeah. that's an interesting way of putting it. Yeah, 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 yeah it's yeah, Frasier yeah. karaoke. It's kind of boring. You know, yeah. it's like a less good version of what they were doing before. There's an old everybody. Everybody also. This is the last thing I'll say about it. And then I'll let you talk about your impressions of it. But everybody's dialing it up way too much. You know, there's like an old Ponzi character in it who's just throwing 110 and not in a good way. Like he's just trying. Sure. He's pulling up from half court. He's tr- he's trying way too hard. Right, and I feel right. like all the secondary characters are trying way too hard. It's just too much by half, in my yeah. opinion. Okay, your thoughts? All right, yeah, yeah. I, I, my thoughts on this is the same as any thoughts on any reboot, mm-hmm. and you're never going to capture. I don't think ever what made the original thing special. Yeah, because you can't bottle and manufacture nostalgia. Yeah. You can't do it. I have a couple right? specific things yeah. on the old one too. And so if yeah. you're if you're gonna do a reboot, and mm-hmm. you you make such a good point, it has to lean into nostalgia. It meaning, has to. Meaning yeah. the following. I want to be in Frazier's apartment. Yeah. And I want to be in Cafe Nervosa. 
right? Yeah. It, sure. Because it was the coffee shop and it was... Wait, was that the one from Friends or I might be... Uh, no, Nervosa was Friends, wasn't it? I haven't seen yeah, Friends. I'll be, I'll be 100% honest, but I think Friends... It, it was either here. Central Perk or... Uh, I don't know. Um, anyway, I want to be back in the coffee shop. I want to be in Fraser's apartment because these were like scene-stealing places. You know what I mean? Yeah. They were really fun places to be that kind of anchored that show. Yeah. And the new, the new Frasier, obviously it lacks the nostalgia, but it lacks the kind of anchor type places that were so magical about the yeah. old one. So yeah, if you're rebooting a show, it makes sense that you would be in those places. Like it would, it mm-hmm. would be anathema to do a cheers reboot, but the bar is in a strip mall or the bars in, in on right. like the top floor of a skyscraper right. or whatever. It right. would make no well, sense. Yeah, but, yeah, well, you know? because, because at that point you're, you're stripping away the, the very thing that makes the show enjoyable, familiar yeah. and, and, and makes it a comfort to yeah. people like you. The very right? thing that people fell in love with the first time. Yeah. 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 Because if we're going to be honest, like we go back to those shows yeah. that we've already seen yeah. for comfort. Dude, I've got a I've got a hot take about myself. Like a blistering okay. indictment of myself. Okay. Maybe I'm too hung up on nostalgia. And maybe I should stop mm. looking for it. You know mm. what I mean? Yeah. I do look for it. I probably look for it to an inordinate degree. Yeah. Maybe I would enjoy my life more if I stopped looking for old things to deliver things that they can't deliver. You know? Well, let me let me let me lean into that a little bit. Go on. Okay. Yeah. In 20 years, mm-hmm. the things that you have now will be the things that you're nostalgic about. Sure. Yeah. Right. I'll be nostalgic yeah. for when Tristan was in college and we used to have lunch and spar every Wednesday. And I, yeah. I will for sure be nostalgic about that, yeah. dude. There's no question. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah. maybe it's realizing, maybe it's, maybe part of it is realizing that, that, you know these these are also these are also the good old times. These light and momentary you know? afflictions that I'm experiencing now are the self same yeah. things I'm I'm gonna wistfully like look back on in 20 years. Yeah, dude, that's yeah. wild, dude. Yeah, that is a yeah. thing to think about. It is, you know? it is, and and I think I think when we think like that, it makes us more content in the moment, and it yeah. makes us it makes us it, it gives us a different perspective in the moment to how can we. How can we make the moment right now? Yeah, not 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 match a moment that was in the past because those moments are in stone. Mm-hmm. God has given us those memories, and we mm-hmm. cherish those memories. Mm-hmm. But He's giving us all of the templates right now to have memories that we will have in ten years. Yeah, you know, and often we waste them by trying to make them like something else. Correct. But God's like, no, I've given you something new. Yeah, right? and, and 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 these things are going to be the now the things that you look back on in ten years and be like, oh, that was such a great memory. Like I really loved that that time. That's a really good word, dude. Like truly, yeah. That yeah. that's a is a really wise word. And I think what we're doing and what's on the table for us as believers who are friends, mm-hmm. like you're you're allowed to get into these like dark corners of your interior life and really begin to understand them at a deeper level through the lens of Christ, right? Absolutely. And apart from Christ, there's kind of no reason to do that. And there's no Mm -hmm. hope in it, you know? Absolutely. Um, Yeah. Yeah, So yeah, this is, this is actually, it's a, it's a really helpful thing, 
or it can. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, I mean, Christ gives that perspective, right? And he gives mm-hmm. you the ability. And, and I mean, it's really trite to say, but, but when, when we do view things in the, through the lens of eternity, mm-hmm. that, that, you know, we are going to be living forever in the presence of God. Yeah. And we're going to have that, per, that perfect relationship with our brothers and sisters around us, right? Yes. It gives us that perspective of like, like, yeah, you know, my childhood, I enjoyed the memories of my childhood. But those aren't the best times. Yeah, the best times are always ahead of me, mm. right? The best is always yet to come. That's mm. that's where we're going, mm-hmm. and our lives are literally it's a series of stages and chapters that the Lord the Lord mm. puts us through, um, on the way to that, right? Right. And and I think when we have that perspective, it, it yeah, it really does give you the ability to look at where you are right now mm-hmm. with all the crappy millennials that you're dealing with and all of the all the junk that you have to deal with mm. right but i mean look at the stage you are with your kids right yeah. look at you know look at the the amazing the amazing business like kk has cooking like yeah. like that's like that's so cool you get yeah. to you get a cool boxing ring that you get to do stuff with you know <laughs> yeah um yeah like the, these are going to be the things that you look back on in 20 years and no like, you're yeah, right man. that was that was awesome you're right no you're totally yeah. right and that's such a good perspective to have because I think all people, but maybe me more than other people, I don't know, like maybe this is a particular area of sin. I, I have a tendency to get really mired in the, the circumstantial here and now, you know? Oh, I'm with you, man. I'm yeah. With you. yeah in, in, absolutely. in ways that like, you know, uh, disallow me to, to really enjoy what the Lord's doing. Yeah. And I need to push back against that. You know, I need to yeah. fight it. And um, yeah, and conversations like these are are helpful in that regard for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm well, I'm glad I'm glad I'm glad we had it, Ted. Yeah, yeah. Then, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm glad. Yeah. So, last question on Fraser before we wrap up then. Yeah. All yeah. right. Uh if you were going to if you were in charge yeah. of rebooting Fraser. Yeah. Okay. What would you do differently than what the show is doing right now? Yeah. I mean, and they probably tried to do all this, right? I mean, this sure. probably started with the kernel of an idea, and then for whatever reason, a bunch of people said no, and then they had to like make um, whatever they could out of whatever they had. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've got a couple of things. Number okay. one, I would set it back in Seattle. Yes. I would have Frazier back in the old apartment. Maybe he like repurchases it, or maybe he never gave it up and maybe maybe the opening scene and now the writer's mind is working right yep, maybe yep. maybe act one scene one of the first episode is fraser like fitting his key into the lock and opening the door of the apartment and everything's covered in a patina of dust and there are sheets over the furniture oh dude and he great, dude man. and dude stay with me on this one he okay. whips he whips the sheet off the eames chair oh there it is and then he there takes a bottle of sherry out of his like carry-on bag and pours a glass for himself and then Niles comes in and they have a glass of sherry and you're getting all this nostalgia because those are things they did together you know in the first iteration of the show and then you're off right and then you get the couple minutes of conversation about what happened to Niles and Daphne what happened to Roz like maybe you bring back Roz Mm -hmm. Um, but I would just lean into the characters and the storylines that made the show delightful in the first place you know and what is Here's something I would lean into too. 
What does being a pop psychologist look like in 2023 versus 1993? <laughs> Dude, can you imagine him having to deal with all of well, yeah. all of the modern day crap? Yeah. yeah. yeah well, yeah. and he was maybe in the oh, sense man. that in 19 in Seattle. <laughs> well, right. In 1993, he would have been on the leading edge kind of you know, effete intellectual liberal, you know, kind of yeah. spectrum. But maybe in ni- or maybe in twenty twenty three he finds himself He's massively conservative. Feeling like a bit of a conservative. You know, <laughs> yeah, like wow, yeah, yeah. society has really gone in yep. directions that I didn't envision and now yes. I'm dispensing <laughs> radio advice, but I, in doing so I sound like kind of an old curmudgeon. I d I don't know. I, I feel like yeah. Almost any other storyline would have been more interesting than what they actually chose. Yeah, and yeah, you know that's a, that's a little yeah. frustrating, but whatever, yeah. dude. It's entertainment. You know, yeah. you can either like yeah. it or dislike it. It's know? true. It's entertainment, but yeah. yeah, no, I do think. But I think you know. I guarantee you, right? Because I guarantee you, they do have good writers, and they have writers like um, you, yeah, right? Sure. right? 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 Yeah. Who who knew mm-hmm. this is what people want? This is what's mm-hmm. going to be good, but. Just the fact that he would have to deal with all of the stuff that Seattle brings mm-hmm. was probably enough for them to say no. Dude, that's true. How, how yeah. hot topic that stuff is. Yeah, a show no, in 2023 no. Seattle was dude is is yeah. not what a show in 1993 Seattle was. Because in 93, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Seattle was just kind of starting to pop. As an yeah. as an American city of note, you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. people yep. were taking notice of it because of. Yep. I don't know, Ken Griffey Jr. and the music and coffee starting to be a thing. And right, Seattle kind of right. started coffee. Microsoft. Uh, yeah, Microsoft, yep. Cameron Crowe's movie Singles. I mean, there yep. are all these reasons. Sleepless in Seattle. Sleep- yeah. I mean, say yep. anything, right? Yep. So, like, mm-hmm. there are all these reasons starting in, like, 1990 to start caring about Seattle. Right. And the show was just, it was right in the middle of that, dude. It was right yeah. in the perfect storm of... Yeah. Oh wow, Seattle. And like the rest of America kind of having its eyes open to what a cool city it was. Right. And yeah, right. now low these 30 years later it's completely jumped the shark. Well, see and and to and and you know to to completely go against everything that we just talked about in the last, you know, 10 minutes. <sighs> those were the best days of Seattle. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, you know they 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 verifiably were. Well, and I think in a very real way the Lord has a plan for you, wherein the best is yet to come. Yes, and I'm I'm fairly certain He has no such plan for Seattle. You know yeah. what I mean? For, I mean, it, for large metropolitan cities. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, Seattle yeah. seems to be on a trajectory that's that's just not great, and I'm not oh, sure. 100%. I'm not sure that changes. Whereas, you know, even if you're even if your heart was in a wayward direction, like if if the Lord began the work, he's going to finish the work. Absolutely. And that's true of you and me, but it's not true of large metropolitan areas necessarily. That's right. That's you right. Know. Yep, it's true. Yeah. It's true. Well, yeah. you know what? We still have, you know, the old Fraser. We have old Cheers we can go back to, right? Mm-hmm. And we can make our own Fraser and our own Cheers today because, you know what? That's what it's about. It's focusing on the blessings the Lord's given us in the moment. Amen. And we'll be happier people. That's right. Yeah. One right, particular blessing is that our boxing gloves are on the way. Let's I've been, go. I've been Let's communicating go. with with our uh, our boxing glove manufacturer. They're on the way. I Very know. excited. It's going to be a fun yes. time. 
it is going to be a fun time. I'm stoked for those. Just just yeah, being able too. to hold hold them. I'm 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 excited. It's gonna Absolutely, be great. dude. Like a new little baby. It's going to be right. awesome. New little baby boxing glove. <laughs> little little podcast baby. <laughs> That's right. That's right. All right, we're going to get out of here, folks. You know what to do. You can uh, hit us up with any of your Ask Coach Clucks. We really appreciate those. Um, we love talking about any listener-suggested topics. We'll talk about literally anything, as you know, per this app. I think we dived in and out of so many topics in this app. It's not even funny. Um, but, you know, we do it, and we love it. And it wasn't even us. funny, literally. Like, yeah. <laughs> there wasn't much that was funny about this app. Hey, you know what? Our last couple apps, you're right, yeah. were... were, were were gut punchers and they were awesome, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. This is what this is what makes this podcast special. And in all honesty, Ted, in mm-hmm. serious, serious, real talk, yeah. this is something people have uh, have always said they love about Cluck is mm-hmm. that they love the laughs, but they also love apps like this. Yeah. And these often these apps are the ones that I get the most messages on. Yeah. They're like, I was I've been thinking the same thing, I've been feeling the same thing. You guys put into words things that you know that that, that I've been feeling. So well, people good. really I hope it's I hope it's encouraging for people then. Oh yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's the it's these more thoughtful apps that people really seem to resonate with nice. uh, uh, the most. So it's great. They like a couple of thought, you know, thoughtful guys. Yeah, little know? little you know, navel, they, little light casual navel gazing yeah, among no. friends. Yeah. I mean, I mean, so I mean, so who's? I think, I think, I think you're probably the Fraser in this. I think I'm probably the other guy. Niles. Niles, or, or or do you think it's or do you think it's opposite? no? You're what the Fraser. You're the like call in radio Fraser, huh? psychologist guy. I'm the, I'm <laughs> I'm just like some guy on the other end of the phone probably. Yeah. <laughs> Niles. Niles. I'm Niles. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Dude, I'm so oh not Niles. Uh, dude, you know who you and I would both be in that show is Marty, the dad. Mm, that's yeah. fair. Oh, 100%, dude. Yes. We're, we're both yeah. actually Marty. We, we are both Marty. Yeah, somehow, some way. It's, it's, that's exactly where it's at. So, folks, you can hit us up at Cluckcast on all the socials. We made them all the same for you. Uh, we thank you guys for listening. We'll catch you on the next episode of Cluck. Later. Later.